A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. So there is ongoing conversation about how folks in rural communities right here in Wisconsin can get connected, although we have been in more than a year's worth of the virtual living. But I'll tell you what, if you live in a lot of rural Wisconsin, trying to get online and stay connected is a real challenge. But there are efforts being made to try to connect folks. And one of those is in the community of Reedsburg. Brett Shupner is joining us. He's the general manager for the Reedsburg uh, utility. And let's just talk about the challenges of offering broadband in rural Wisconsin. Brett, what don't we think about when it comes to the logistics of trying to get that service to rural communities? The first part of it is related to the cost per subscriber or customer. In rural areas, there's just so many less potential customers to make a return on that large investment of, of bearing fiber optics in, um, you know, the hilly areas, uh, you know, around Reedsburg, uh, you got Sauk County, you got the Baraboo Bluffs, you know, so it's a, a very expensive area to construct underground uh, utilities in. Um, other parts of that is current, how the current market is, is with supply chain issues, a lot of the materials we need um, are getting more expensive and much harder to get. Um, Some of the components uh, we were supposed to be receiving way back in April and March, we did not receive until October. And then also stuff we're ordering now, we probably won't even see until 2023. So when you're trying to construct areas um, and you need those materials to, to put in the ground, we're not, you know, if they're not here, it's hard to get construction done. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And thinking about that kind of delay. So let's talk a little bit. This obviously means that some of that uh, funding from the FCC and other federal, if not state sources, that's kind of critical to you guys being able to move forward. Yes. Yeah. That funding definitely makes it uh, feasible for us to uh, to build in these, you know, harder to build, higher cost and, and low density areas. Reedsburg Utility, we're the only municipally owned fiber optic utility in the state of Wisconsin, and we're not for profit. So, but we're also not to lose money either. You know, it doesn't make sense. So, um, so we have to make sure we're covering, you know, um, that we when we uh, make an investment and put fiber optic in the ground, that it's we're going to pay for that over time. You know, our current expansion plan we're going to be investing about $36 million, you know, so we have to make that back in about a 20-year window Mm -hmm. to pay the debt that we're going to have on that. Is this a big conversation that you get drawn into, Brett, with people that uh, Reedsburg Utility Services, with uh, peers in the industry? Tell me about how much attention this is getting from your customers that might not be getting service and and from other partners in the state. You know, discussion-wise, I do know the you know, earlier in the year, um, the governor did uh, create a task force that brought a lot of um, people in the industry and even outside the industry, um, as in, you know, it included people in education, but it did include providers. It included, I'm trying to think, some of the other yeah. members that were at some of the, some legislative members, too, and stuff like that to kind of get them together and, and come up with a broadband plan, which, uh, or broadband report to take to the governor 
And then uh, that was headed by the Public Service Commission. So they also brought out their broadband plan for the state of Wisconsin, you know, which kind of give, gives a little bit of direction where the Wisconsin wants to go to get the broadband coverage um, throughout the state. Now, just out of curiosity, because so many of us became acutely aware of underserved or non-served areas during the pandemic, did you guys try to pivot, try to pick it up, try to do anything to help communities when all of a sudden everybody, including school kids, had to educate online? Um, We did a few different things. We worked with the school district um, to connect families that uh, um, didn't have Internet access or weren't able to afford Internet access to um, get, try to get them connected, um, you know, so that was kind of the, the quick stuff we could do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and other than that, then it's been, you know, um, applying for funds and, and, uh, and to continue our build-out. Um, we've actually constructed twice as much um, fiber this year than we've done in any other year um, to get uh, uh, more, more customers uh, um, access to to fiber optic uh, internet service. I think right now we're on pace to um, provide service to uh, or make service available to over like 550 additional uh, locations in the Sauk County area this year. Right. So. You mentioned earlier that your ballpark estimate on what this is going to cost about 36 million. Explain for people how many miles, how many homes, farms, and businesses. That encompasses, Brett, you sent me some interesting numbers on that. Yep. So our current expansion plan area, which is about a six-year plan for us, is going to cover about 850 miles of, we would say, like mainline fiber, so the the fiber that goes down the roadways. And then that will pass by nearly uh, 4,500 homes, farms, and businesses in uh, Sauk County, Richland County, Juneau County, and Iowa County. So um, very, very uh, large area for us. Boy, I guess. Now, you know, straight up, Brett, you're obviously charged with trying to provide this service to a lot of your rural area. Is this feasible? Is the money that's available through the grants and what's currently being discussed, is it feasible for utilities like Reedsburg to be able to accomplish this? Or are there things that the general public needs to know about their expectations of when service will be out there, it is feasible with, uh, especially with the grants and the additional funding that uh, we've been uh, um, going after. So we did go after some FCC uh, Rural Digital Opportunity Fund uh, money, and then also recently the state of Wisconsin um, used some of their ARPA, the American Recovery Program um, funds, to. Uh, put out another $100 million for broadband expansion in the state of Wisconsin, which we did uh, did uh, win uh, four projects for that. So um, that definitely uh, is the tipping point to make these rural projects um, um, feasible. And the one benefit with the additional funds of that ARPA money is that it actually moves up our project completion to uh, the end of 2024. So it shaved off about three years of our construction timeline. Wow, that's good news. That's good news. Do you guys ever share challenges within the industry across the state? I mean, do you talk to other uh, general managers of different utilities across the state? Is everybody in the same rut here, Brett, or are there others that are really struggling to try to get their projects up? 
you kind of raise an interesting point. So Reedsburg Utility, we're an electric and water provider for the city of Reedsburg, and we've been doing that since 1894. We're the only municipally owned fiber optic utility in the state of Wisconsin. Um, a lot of the other, since we're the only municipally owned provider, um, a lot of the other providers are not in favor of municipal broadband. That's kind of a, um, they, they feel that's a, a, a threat to them, I guess. And so I guess um, we're not really included in a lot of the other um, <laughs> discussions and groups. Let's put it, put it that way. So yes, uh, so I guess I can't really answer that question um, because I guess I don't, I mean, there's a few of the neighboring cooperatives in that that we partner with, uh, and uh, you know, um, say if uh, um, you know in Reedsburg or one of the other communities we serve, you know, a business might have um, um, facilities in another town. Well, we partner, you know, with uh, some of the other cooperatives to make connections and and uh, for those customers. So, I mean, we do work together for the benefit of our customers. Sure, sure. That That is interesting because, like you point out, uh, there's a lot of different, uh, I guess we'd say, ways to go about providing rural broadband. Uh, but that also kind of complicates things, like you point out. Are you hearing, is there a lot of uh, conversation from what you've observed, Brett, on everything from cell phone companies trying to get in on the act, uh, like you said, other cooperatives, are, are are the conversations at least happening? You know, I I think so. You know, it, at least some of the discussions I saw was related to the task force, the broadband task force. You know, so that did include representatives from some of the the larger, uh, you know, nationwide providers and obviously cooperatives, even electric cooperatives were part of that. And and then myself as uh, the only municipal um, provider. So there there are some, you know, in that regards, but um, beyond that, I guess it's just uh, um, a lot of it's kind of been centered around uh, the broadband grants and, and um, you know, because that $100 million that uh, were, were just, was just available I believe the numbers were so they award that hundred million dollars got distributed amongst eighty three projects, but there were two hundred and forty two applications requesting four hundred and twenty million dollars so it just it does show there's still a big need out there to get broadband across the state and available to uh you know pretty much everyone 